Hi, this is your host, Ryan, and I'm here today with our special guest, Dr. Beverly Yates. Dr. Beverly is an expert on weight loss and women's health, including and especially PCOS weight loss. She has over two decades of clinical experience. She's a caring doctor and a lifelong athlete. In her former career as an MIT-educated electrical engineer, Dr. Beverly was a problem solver. And now as a doctor, she continues to use that same problem-solving skill and ability to help other women solve their weight loss problems. In today's interview, which is part of Dr. Beverly's PCOS Weight Loss Tips series, we're going to be talking about why stress is the silent roadblock when it comes to weight loss. Dr. Beverly, welcome to the call, and thanks so much for being here. Hey, you're welcome. This is always a joy to share this information. It makes a real difference in people's lives. Absolutely. I'm always uh, thrilled when I have the opportunity to talk with you like this. So today we're going to be talking about stress. Let's just dive right in and, and tell me, does stress actually affect PCOS weight loss? You know, yes. Yes, it does. A lot of women who have chronic stress really don't fully understand how much stress is a silent player, really, a silent interfering factor, and it directly impacts their ability to lose that PCOS-related weight, you know, it stays unrelieved. And so often women will say they have such a hard time and they're doing a lot of smart things, it's still not working. And as I've worked with these women over the years, I've come to find that stress is one of the really hidden silent players that makes a big difference in success or failure with PCOS weight loss. And so for some PCOS sufferers, this is a key issue to work on so they can really improve their PCOS symptoms, including, of course, getting rid of that weight. Now, I know just based on our past conversations that PCOS is caused by a hormonal imbalance or multiple hormonal imbalances. Does stress affect these hormonal imbalances? Yes, it does. One of the things that stress does for hormonal imbalances is that it really magnifies an already key issue for that blocks PCOS weight loss. So as it affects the PCOS weight loss related issues, it's going to magnify their already impaired, improper response to eating things like carbohydrates, sugars, starches, and grains. And that whole set of things is what's referred to as insulin resistance. Now, cortisol, that's a key stress response hormone. That makes food cravings of certain kinds much more likely, which also interferes with the success with the weight loss. And we're going to cover that in more detail shortly in this podcast. So do women and girls with PCOS, do they have an unusual response to stress given that they suffer from these hormonal imbalances? You know, no, not necessarily. That's a great question. In a current online survey that I'm leading, I'm hearing from women and girls from all over about the problems they're having with PCOS weight loss. And for these folks, um, they are experiencing unusual stress. They have the problems that we would expect with that kind of chronic stress that's unrelieved, but not necessarily problems that are unusual to the stress or to the PCOS. So for once, and if you're listening to this because you have PCOS, for once, that response is normal. I know a lot of women who have PCOS really feel like their bodies don't work right, and this is one time when it's working the way anybody else's body would in response to chronic stress. Interesting. So does this hormonal imbalance caused by stress, does it affect uh, the ability to have success losing weight for yeah. women with PCOS? Yeah, it does. Yes, it does in a big way. This weight loss success is greatly reduced with the body's response to chronic stress. So these hormone imbalances that are caused by stress make it harder for anyone, frankly, to lose weight. And, of course, weight loss is a key issue for women who are wrestling with these PCOS really stubborn symptoms. Stress makes it much more likely that the body stores those calories that are eaten as fat instead of burning the calories eaten to make energy. Stress can cause cravings also, unfortunately, for, you guessed it, carbohydrates, sugar, sweets, and grains. And this is a real problem. 
So just to go back a little bit to what we just talked about a moment ago, a basic problem with PCOS is that it does directly cause what we call insulin resistance, which is what makes what should be a normal response to any sugar eaten an abnormal response. So carbohydrates you eat, you know, the sugars, the starches, the grains, they get turned into fat and stored as fat far too easily. This includes whole grains, the healthy grains. So what should happen is eating that these items, you would result in feeling more energy, right? You'd feel energized and full of pep and vigor and vim, you know, and that's what's broken. So stress will magnify this fundamental weakness and abnormality with how sugar and insulin that the body makes interacts. So I know we started talking about this, but tell me more. Does the hormonal imbalance caused by stress, does it mess up PCOS weight loss success? Yeah, you know, it truly does. Stress can really mess up the best laid plans for weight loss of of all kinds, and this includes with PCOS. So if a woman is feeling particularly stressed out, she is far more likely to have these upsetting, really strong kind of sugar cravings that will wreck even the strongest willpower. Now, this describes your situation. Don't spend, waste any time feeling bad about a so-called lack of, quote, willpower, unquote. It's not true. This is not about willpower. The changes that the body goes through with stress, especially chronic stress, make it highly likely that sugar cravings will be an issue to deal with. This is not the same thing as willpower at all. So let me explain this a little bit more because I want to be clear about this. I know a lot of people who are overweight or obese spend quite a bit of energy beating themselves up, and unfortunately other people beat them up too about their weight. This is not fair. This isn't a willpower conversation at all. Sugar is a fast source of energy, and it helps you to immediately soothe and calm feelings of stress. So when that cortisol spikes in response to stress, then it says, hey, I need a fast source of energy. Well, what's a fast source of energy? For humans, it's going to be the carbohydrates, the sugars. So if you're stressed, of course you want more sugar. It's fast fuel. It gives you fast energy, but for a short period of time, 15 to 20 minutes. And that's the trap. The sugar you eat gives your blood sugar a fast rocket ride up. And then just after this rocket ride up, here comes your sugar crash, leaving you feeling tired, crabby, and bloated. You know, that that classic belly bloat that comes with PCOS can be part of this cycle. And this is an important part of how the weight gain associated with PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, builds up over time. Very interesting. So I guess my next question is if someone is suffering from PCOS, if they also have this sort of same struggle with the chronic stress issues that we've been talking about, I mean, is there anything that they can do? Is there anything that can be done to, to help deal with that stress? Yeah, yeah, there's lots of options. One uh, path is to use some specific herbs and supplements along with certain nutrition and diet choices, good sleep habits, and other lifestyle elements, you know, things that we can control about how we live, that can help a PCOS sufferer to better handle stress. I put together a helpful guide called the Ultimate PCOS Weight Loss Herbs and Supplements Guide, which covers this issue in depth. If you want to sign up for the email list or to buy the guide directly, you can go to www.pcosweightlosstips.com for more information. That's fantastic, especially the fact that you can at least solve part of the problem simply by making different food choices yeah. and supplementing your diet with, with herbs and supplements. Yeah, for things where you might be a little weak, you know, you give yourself some support. It might make a positive difference. Sure. So now we all know that sort of, you know, stress comes in different shapes and sizes, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, does all types of stress affect PCOS weight loss in the same way? Like, like for instance, um, you know, it's not uncommon to be quote-unquote stressed, uh, from the excitement about you know something that's that's happy or, or fun or something that you're you're looking forward to, there can be a stress response to that. Mm-hmm. How does that affect PCOS weight loss success relative to other types of stress? Hey, that's a great question, Ryan. Thanks for asking it. 
you know, for most folks, they don't think of happy things as being stressful, right? But it turns out for the human body, there really are two kinds of stress. There's eustress and distress. Eustress, or what I call happy stress, is what we experience when we feel excitement or we're energized by good news or events that we're looking forward to. Maybe there's an upcoming wedding or a graduation or a job promotion or a party or something like that. So that's a positive, up-feeling kind of stress. And this sort of stress does not seem to harm health and well-being. Now, distress, or what I call upset stress, does have negative impact on your health and wellness. And it can increase feelings of anxiety, depression, and interfere with your weight loss. For some people, people without PCOS, stress can cause enough of a disruption in their hormonal balance that they gain weight even if they are not overeating, and even if they are exercising regularly. Let me say that again. For anyone, this includes people without PCOS, stress can cause enough disruption in your hormonal system that you wind up gaining weight, even if you aren't overeating and even if you are exercising regularly. Now, of course, the same is true for folks with PCOS. Stress can erase otherwise good weight loss progress and work. Wow. That is, I mean, that's one of the most profound things I think that we've talked about I don't think it's something that should be glossed over. So yeah. um, very, very important. So I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> uh, I guess my first question is, is, is stress uh, unavoidable? And the second part of that question is, how important is it to have healthy ways to, to and maybe if it's not unavoidable, um, how important is it to have healthy ways to deal with that stress, especially when you're working hard to lose uh, weight associated with PCOS? Sure, sure thing. Let's go over this. So you know what? Practically speaking, stress is a part of life. We really cannot completely avoid stress. In fact, I don't even think that's desirable, you know? So practically right. speaking, it's not going to happen. But how we deal with the stress in our lives really is what matters. That's the key piece here. Our response to stress matters a lot, especially if you want success in losing PCOS-related weight because it is such a challenge to begin with. Um, for success with PCOS weight loss, it's critically important to have healthy ways to deal with stress. And I have to emphasize that, healthy ways to deal with stress. An unhealthy way to deal with stress is to just stuff your face with food, especially the kinds you know are going to cause you trouble, right? An unhealthy way to deal with stress would be to turn, let's say, to alcohol or to drugs, whether they are legal drugs or illegal drugs. You know, anytime you medicate yourself in a negative way, that's not a good idea for dealing with stress. It's not sustainable and doesn't honor really what your, your, your health and your wealth and your body and your mind need. You know, your spirit is not supported that way. feels good in the moment probably, but it's not a long-term plan for success. So one way to deal with stress is exercise. It's really lovely. It's a great way to do it. And for PCOS weight loss benefits, it can be really helpful. In fact, it's a two-for-one benefit. Exercise literally helps to burn the chemicals released in response to stress. And this helps to minimize the damage that can be done by the stress-related chemicals. You know, another way is to just take a moment to consciously and intentionally relax. That can help to contradict any feelings of stress. Deep breathing is a simple, free, easy way to release some stress. You can build into your day that several times a day you just stretch your muscles. Stretching helps to melt away stress. And you can do it even if you're really busy. You know, maybe you're standing online waiting at the library to check out books. Maybe you're at the bank or you're in a supermarket. Um, maybe you're in your car or you are seated at a desk, and so you might be limited in how you can stretch, but you can still stretch pretty much anywhere you can in ways that are appropriate. You don't necessarily have to be dressed up in fancy yoga togs in order to be able to get that done. <laughs> you know, sometimes the, the popular media images of how people should exercise uh, are not practical for everyone's life. I'll just put it like that. You know what I'm saying? Totally. <laughs> yeah. You could get a massage. That can help to relieve stress. For some people, they really enjoy that kind of physical touch and contact. 
there are people who don't actually like massage with their clothes off. They'd rather have their clothes on. So I just want to point out that there are numerous kinds of massage and each person's response is, of course, individual. So if you find you don't like one style of massage, like, say, Swedish massage, you could try Thai style massage. There are many kinds of massage, some with clothing off, some with clothing on, you know, appropriately draped to maintain your privacy, etc. So just check around in your community for what, what might be available for you. If your budget's really tight, if you have a massage school in your area, go there. Those massages are just as wonderful and they're less expensive. If you can afford more expensive massage, you know, go for that, whatever's available to you. Um, you could take a warm bath. That can help to soothe stress. An added bonus is to add some Epsom salts or some soothing drop, a drop or two, really, of your favorite scent or essential oil. You don't need a lot uh, in order to have just a wonderful smell and aroma in your bathroom. And just put it in your bath water, you know, as you run the water. It smells great. There's lots of research and, frankly, practical life experience that shows that these pleasant aromas can have a healing effect on the body and spirit. They're available to just about everybody. You can have a cup of tea that can be soothing. Ryan, you and I have talked about the joy and wonders of tea, especially if it helps you carve out time for yourself in a busy day. You know, some people go outside for a cigarette break, right? And if you watch, you know, smoking a cigarette for most people takes about eh, 10 to 15 minutes. You could do that with a cup of tea and have no side effects that are going to eventually kill you, you know? So substitute if you can. If you are a person who smokes, consider quitting. However you can, realize that's a real addiction and find a way to do something that's soothing and calming that will support your health and wellness. I also want to point out another way to relax is with sexual expression and intimate contact. People never put this on their list of stress relievers, but it seems like an obvious one to me. You know, sexual expression and intimate contact can release stress, especially when shared with a partner whom you really care about. So consider sexual activity as a possible way to release stress, provided that that is part of a healthy relationship. I'm sure it's a way to add stress, too, depending on your relationship. So you know what's best for your own needs, of course. Then for meditation, that can calm, certainly, and focus the mind. Many people swear by it and love it. And folks over the years have learned that they can make medita meditation work for themselves wherever they are. And again, it, it's a private inner experience. And so if you have a, a really extreme day, you maybe you can find three to five minutes. You probably aren't going to have a half hour or maybe even 15 minutes. But you can, if you are a trained meditator, you know how to get into that calm, focused state. And that's a wonderful gift for yourself. So basically, bottom line is this. There are numerous ways to effectively tame stress. It's essential to find what works for your needs and situations so you can get on that path that will increase your chances of PCOS weight loss success. That's such a great list, Beverly, and I'm glad you kind of covered the, the gambit of options so that way someone listening to this, they can say, well, if this doesn't maybe work for me or work for my schedule or my lifestyle or my personal you know, approach to uh, stress management, there is probably something on that list that does. Yeah, exactly. So if we are to kind of, you know, as we get close to wrapping things up here, if we're to boil everything down and kind of hone in on the number one most important thing that you need to know about stress uh, for women and girls dealing with PCOS weight issues, what would that be? What do they need to know? You know what? The number one on our hit list is that stress is a fact of life and you need an active, realistic plan. Let me say that again. You need an active, realistic plan. An accidental plan is not going to work. This needs to be on purpose, ladies. An active, realistic plan for dealing with stress in ways that are healthy and sustainable. So for weight loss success, if you are living with chronic stress, you must figure out what works for you to really lower your stress level and keep it under control. And you know what? If you get off track, that's okay. You just get right back to managing your stress as quickly as you can so it doesn't wreck your weight loss goals and success. You know, over the years, I've worked with many, many, many people for weight loss, particularly women with PCOS, 
and women in general for weight loss concerns. And things come up, like maybe a loved one is suddenly very ill, or um, you get a call and you have to fly across the country, and you find out, let's say, your mother or your father is gravely ill, and then a week or two later, they're dead. You know, And at the same time, maybe your job is in jeopardy, and maybe your um, home has a lot of major problems within it, either relationships or maybe it's physical structure, and you're just feeling besieged on all sides. That's a great time to unfurl your uh, stress management plan, and if you have one in place, it's easy to get back on track. And be kind. Forgive yourself when you make mistakes or just flat out fall off the wagon. It's going to happen. We're human. We do make mistakes. But your success long term will depend on you getting back on track. So don't spend time beating yourself up because it's not very useful. I think we all have various ways of feeling bad. This is one way you can help yourself feel good, and that's to manage your stress. Such wise words to, to live by. That's fantastic, Beverly. Thank you so much for your time today. All right. Thank you, Ryan. This is a fun series we're doing. Absolutely. To learn more about Dr. Beverly Yates and her programs and to get a complimentary free report containing weight loss tips and secrets, all geared specifically for women with PCOS, visit PCOSWeightLossTips.com. Once again, that's PCOSWeightLossTips.com. Thanks so much for being with us. Take care.